Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Everybody, welcome to the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin, here with me. The beautiful boys, Phil. What's up? And Ben. Hey. How are you guys? This lovely evening. Good, and you? Not so bad. Not so bad. It's hot out. I'm kind of mad about it at this yeah. point. I'm not mad. That's not the right word, because, you know, like Ben says, we shouldn't complain about warm weather. It was a little hot today, don't you think? Well, yeah, it was a little hot. You didn't say all I said, all mm. I usually say. I always say I never complain in the summer so that I can complain all I want in the winter. Right. I save up my complaints. Right. That's what I always say. That's how it works. Um, I don't mind the cold, actually. I just hate the snow. Mm. You know, we were talking. I don't mind the snow. I hate the cold. Really? Yeah. I don't like things that keep me from doing things I could normally do, like, like snow. I have to get it off my car and go through all that. I don't mind. The cold doesn't keep me from getting, you know, to work at a convenient time. I have to get up earlier because of the snow, not the cold. Mm. That's what I don't like. I don't care about the cold necessarily. I actually prefer the cold to the hot. Right. But see, it would yeah. be easier to shovel off your car faster if it wasn't so cold. Yeah. Without the cold, there's no snow, and then it's all <laughs> just moot. It's true. We were talking about Boston and yeah. PAX. In February. And oh, uh, Yeah, no. it's earlier this uh. year. And boy, it's going to be... I mean, who knows? It could be... There's been Februarys where it's been... Warmish by the end. I remember helping my dad build a deck in January one time. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. I was wearing shorts. I remember once in like 2002, I was, we had recess outside in January and it was like 70 degrees. And I remember it was like the most unseasonably warm day. Yeah. So it could happen. You know, we just got to hold out hope for it. Keep on believing. So are you drinking a coffee right now? I am. Full calf coffee, right? Full now. calf coffee. Man. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you? No. You a little no. sl- a sleepy boy from work today? No, no. I was actually off today. Oh, you're off? Oddly enough, yeah. Oh. Working on a on a game for us. Nice. Most of the day, but uh, I uh, yeah, I was off. Spent the day at home. Got to get some things done around the house. Nice. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, I actually was. I, I went to a place. Um, no, people listening won't really know, but in Valant, there's like a little area where they have all these shops. Mm. Near us, and I went and got a bag of pumpkin spice coffee because it's that time. Because you hate yourself. Oh, no, 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 no. Quite the opposite. <laughs> Quite the opposite. But 
it was about 90 degrees whenever I got there. So I was going to get whatever they had on tap for the day. They usually brew, you know, one flavor each day. And today sounded really good. It was like a caramel coconut blend, but it was just too dang hot mm. for a cup of coffee at that point. So I've wanted a cup of coffee all day. So here we are. See, I'm the. Some people are like, it's hot out. I don't want to drink something hot. I I remember specifically like walking around at Cornerstone Music Festival at 100 degrees with like a hot coffee. That sounds terrible. Doesn't bother me. Yeah, terrible. Not. I, I wouldn't want to constantly drink something right. hot when it's hot outside, but gotta have. Like coffee. people talk about soup. Don't want soup when it's hot. Don't oh want, right. Don't want stouts when it's hot. I'm like, they taste good either way. Dude, the stout thing doesn't make any fucking sense to me because a stout is at least cool. Right. You know, you're not drinking a hot stout. It's disgusting, Yeah. first of all. So the fact that people don't want to drink stouts. No, it shouldn't be ice cold either. No. We all know that. No, no, no. And I don't mind a coffee in the summer if I'm going to be inside. Like Cornerstone, mm. that's a little different. But I was walking around outside, going to the shops and things yeah. like that. So it was uh, just a little hot. I had spent most of my day inside just working on stuff and then playing games and doing whatever but i stepped outside because my wife thought she lost the key to our shed and so i was helping her find it and i felt awful for that five minutes i was outside Hmm. so then i just went back inside and stayed there for the rest of the day so pretty nice good plan then what about you um what what about me what what's going on this is an existential question it could be if you want it to be what about Uh, ben not 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 a whole lot different going on um i'm uh one of the days I, or actually the only day of the week I used to take off, I no longer get to do. Dang. So I'm now working seven days a week, which is a blast um, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, so that kind of stinks, but I'm staying up a lot later, mm. which is already a stretch for me. So it's, I, I love the, I don't like getting up early, even though, you know, I have to most of the time, but I do love staying up late, 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 because no one else is awake. No one's there. No one's there to bother me. Sometimes it gets a little lonely. Like I want to pop in the handsome phantom slack and like tell a joke or something. I'm like nobody's <laughs> awake. Nope. So I don't. But no, I'm doing good overall. Just uh, exhausted. Yeah. Probably because I'm staying up so late. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I have a tendency to wake up every couple hours in the middle of the night, and sometimes there's a message from you in there, and then I'll reply. And you instantly reply back. <laughs> yeah. To it. yeah. The other like night, I think I sent you a message at like it was like two thirty or three. <laughs> yeah. I sent you a message like hours before that. Yeah. You responded, and I'm just like, oh, Phil's awake. Well, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's awake right now. Yeah. I just I usually wake up and then I'll get on my phone for a couple minutes until my wife yells when the screen wakes her up, and then mm. yeah. But yeah, Is she still mad at me. I don't think she ever was. I know it was kind of a joke. She, uh, yeah, she, she even said that. Yeah, she, she's like, uh, like a wizard kind of. Yeah, she, she arrives and leaves exactly when she intends <laughs> yeah. to. So she was, she was good. Yeah, she had nothing to do the next day. I'm the one that had to go to work. No so. one knows what you guys are talking about. No, no, no. It's fine. We're just bantering. You can Phil's cut this wife out. was mad at me, and no, no she's editing. not. Except she wasn't no really editing. mad at me. No, no, she wasn't at all. She's mad about something else that we're going to talk about later. But Uh-oh. she's not mad yeah. at you. Okay. Let's talk about our dreams. All right. And a shout out. Mm. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go for it. Uh, this is kind of a lame one. Uh, everybody's going to do this one. And also, everybody in the world is thinking this at the moment. I'm dreaming about finally getting to play Shadow Keep. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't even tried to today. Today's the day of release because I kind of knew. I didn't even intend on it before this because I kind of thought things might go awry with the servers and... You know, Apparently they have. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Um, I mean, come on, people. You've got 
you've got a ton more people on the day of release than you're ever going to have. And probably a ton less servers than they used to have. I don't know about that. No, they they probably have equal or more. Right, because today uh, free-to-play started today. Boy. So... Yeah, you got free to play and you got a new expansion, so it's just a mess. A but it's an understandable mess. But I'm excited for when I get to play it. Um, my shout out, I want to do a dual shout out. Whoa. We have a friend who threw a little uh, Oktoberfest type party the other night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, all the uh, all the local Handsome Phantom folks were there. So that was fun. Uh, but my other part of my shout out is today I was hanging out with my kids for a couple hours while my wife went to an appointment. And... Uh, they were like, I want to play Spider-Man. I was like, you know what? I do, too. So I popped on Spider-Man on the PS4 and just let my kids play. And not only did it make me re- remember how great of a game that is, it made me realize how great of a game it is that my kid could at least somewhat swing around the city. Mm. Yeah. Um, just with, with very little coaching from me. Right. He wasn't really doing that well when he was trying to fight the thugs and stuff, but just swinging around the city. So it's a it's a good game. It took me a while to get good at fighting the thugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a complicated combat system. It yeah, it can be. Yeah. yeah. I've been thinking about that DLC, though. I bought it. Really, did you? I had a $10 credit. Oh, nice. It was $15. I paid 5 bucks for it. And you know how much of it I've played? None. None. But I will eventually. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem. I've got so many things that I've, I've bought and haven't played. I'm trying to do that before I get to the DLC. But yep. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. Phil, you're close to that platinum. You need to do it. I know. There's a couple I don't know if I'll get, though. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I don't platinum a whole lot. Phil, what are your dreams? So my dreams, my dreams, we have hit October, which means it is Oscar season. So my dreams mm. are of the good movies that I'm going to I'm gonna be watching over the next couple of months. Um, we've got some hopeful bangers coming out from directors like Terrence Malick. Terrence some Malick? New, I new keep movie coming out. Wait, yeah. what's he got? Uh, it's actually a true story. I, um, it's it's uh, more I narrative than usual. Like it actually seems like it has dialogue and okay. um, an actual plot, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a lot of buzz around it. A lot of buzz. It's um, like a, a in World War during World, World War Two. Yeah. A German who de- decides that he doesn't want yeah. to doesn't want to be a Nazi. Uh, yeah. Basically. Um, gotcha. Yeah. But I think it's a pretty long one, too. I think it's got a long, almost a three-hour runtime, mm. which there's a lot of, I mean, um, 1917 is coming out, and it's got, I think, over a three-hour runtime. The Irishman's coming out. It's got over a three-hour runtime. So we've got some long award movies. Mm. Um, right. Just about to Which hit, means so. the uh, the Academy is probably not going to finish all of them. God, which sucks. I mean, that's... <laughs> although I think people are already penciling in a lot of those, Yeah. Um, you know, for... We're already nomination nations at least, right. which, but the Globes. I'll tell you one thing too. Part of my dream is it's always Oscars, but the Globes too. There's a lot of movies I've seen recently that I don't think are going to get into the Oscars, um, but will probably get some love at the Golden Globes, which is always nice. Yeah. Um, a couple of movies I saw called uh, Britney Runs a Marathon, signing for that, and hmm. the Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, both really good movies, really good messages, um, great performances, but. You know, might get into the Globes. Probably not going to get into the Oscars. But that's that's my dream right now. A lot of good movies. I've sat through a lot of summer trash just trying to to get to this season where we swim can through the. Oh boy, yeah. Some stuff was rough, but um, so here we are. That's kind of my dream. Uh, as far as my shout out, I'm just gonna give a shout out to video games, just in general, just in general. Um, you better thoroughly uh, 
explain the shout out. I am. It's a bit of a cop out. I am. It's not a cop out. So we get a lot of games to review. Let's say that. Games I would not normally play. Let's be honest. Games I would never play unless I was given it to review. Sure. And a lot of times they're very surprising and they turned out to be a lot of fun. Um, I recently reviewed Freedom Finger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, we saw that at... um, at, at PAX, and, like, I'm like, what the hell is this? This middle finger shooting game. Like, Brandon was raving about it, which was another red flag. Um, <laughs> so, you know, but, but it turned out to be a really fun game. Um, but I never would have played that otherwise. Um, just a lot of fun indie games like that that, uh, you know, I never would play if we weren't in this position, which I'm just very thankful that we have the opportunity to play these games. Um, yeah. And hopefully, through us, people will read that and see what we think about it and maybe check it out themselves. You know, I I was I don't know if I said it out loud or in the in the group slack or whatever. Out loud to me is basically the, the team slack the same but, thing. Yeah. Um I feel bad for the for the uh people yeah. who made Freedom Finger. Not yeah. be, because every review I read scored well, including yours, Phil. Yep. Um I played a little bit of it. Seemed fun. It's not a game I want to play all day, but it seemed fun. Uh so it reviewed well for the people who reviewed it, but then I looked and there were only three reviews on release day and maybe a couple more since then, but I haven't really looked. Yeah, I haven't and looked it's since. And it's like for a decent game with presumably a decent size budget because like they had Nolan North and, right. you know, they had some decent talent there. They had good coverage from IGN in previews. Prior, yeah. You know? They certainly didn't review it though. No, they didn't, um, which... But like... People like that who are making quality stuff, and just right. for whatever reason, it doesn't grip uh, the social consciousness, or you know, huh. it's, yeah. it's not in the Twitter sphere. That's so unrelatable for us. It is very much know, unrelatable to, to work really hard on stuff and then have right. you know very few people see right. it. You know, so maybe Weird. I just felt a little bit of kinship with those guys. Yeah, yeah, because they're so busy playing, you know, World of Warcraft classic, you know, thirty year old game. Enough with the War of Warcraft time. Classic. That's what I'm saying to everybody. <laughs> enough. I'm also, just with enough with World of Warcraft in Please. general. Please, yes. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Move but on. Yes. <laughs> the video games are awesome. Uh, you've justified you know? your shout-out, Phil. Thank you. You've done very well. Thank you. Um, Let's see. I got my shout-out first. And that is, I want to shout-out this YouTube creator called My Name is Bife. That's B-Y-F. It's a channel centered completely around destiny specifically destiny lore i specifically want to shout out this video that is a complete destiny story explanation Ooh, it is four hours long worth it but it is perfectly structured in bite-sized pieces and so i put this video on the other night and holly was looking at her phone and i saw her like perk up she's like oh i'm actually really interested in this so over the past two days for maybe, you know, 30 to 40 minutes at a time, we've been watching this Destiny lore. Extremely extensive. Yeah. We're talking, like, it covers all the backstory, the entire timeline, everything that happens in the games. Any kind of lore imaginable, really? imaginable from Destiny is covered in this. Wow. Highly recommended. Extremely well done. Even has original artwork in the video, specifically for the video. It's fantastic. So... You gotta send me that link because yeah. my experience with Destiny is very little lore and mostly I just like the gunplay. Yeah. So I'd love to know more about it in a digestible way. The lore is insane. Yeah. Do they touch on the wizard that may or may not have come from the moon? 
Yes, they do actually. Nice. They nice. specifically make a slight joke about it Good. too Good. in the video. Good. So, no, the lore is cool because it's so extensive. Like each race and their leaders all have extensive backstories. And um, are they canon, or is this just out of their imagination? No, this is all canon. It's all really. It's the the interesting thing about Destiny. So much of the lore is hidden behind the Grimar cards mm-hmm. or like on a weapon or now they're just straight up like here's some lore documents that yeah, you can read i don't have time for that yeah me neither yeah so the lore is not really necessarily implemented into the game mm. very well i was gonna say but what it, i've yeah it's it's almost uh it's not i don't want to call it like tolkien-esque but it's in that realm and then you have all these different races and all their own motivations and cultures and things like that so right cool i feel like i don't have a very good dream and i was like what what's just something i desire that i've been dreaming about recently and the only thing i can think of is uh a matcha cake whoa i was thinking about the other day because I, I here's the thought i could really go for a matcha latte matcha is fantastic yeah here's what i was thinking i was always like well you could just take a normal cake vanilla cake mix add in matcha and then i think you would have a matcha cake i don't see why not i mean it's a solid theory so i don't know anything about making cakes though i mentioned this theory to holly and she said i'll find a matcha recipe and make you a cake so it's gonna be an expensive cake you can buy the baking matcha oh, that's true yeah the the good kind is for the when you're drinking yeah pure i will say starbucks matcha uh whatever frappuccino yeah amazing really i love it it's not real matcha if i remember yeah if i remember correctly when it first was announced you mocked it oh yeah i probably did um (laughs) it's not the real i would have to i mean yeah the the thing is is that the matcha the the way that starbucks does it is not the traditional way but that's really how not how they do anything there right yeah they don't do anything the traditional way right i know my wife went to get a green tea smoothie or something like that and it's just like this green powder into it yeah Yeah, with tons of sugar and stuff (laughs) and so i I like it i like it both in that situation like i don't care i still like frappuccinos i don't care what anybody says oh yeah but it's like this is not a coffee drink this is definitely this is a milkshake milkshake. and they just like squirt some flavors into it there's no coffee I mean, okay, it probably flavor. really is. There's coffee. Flavor. Yeah. A little bit of espresso probably. Right. It's terrible. They're delicious, though. They're I, great. I tweeted about this, but I have to tell you guys in person now. I've discovered a recipe to make cold brew instantly <laughs> with the AeroPress. Nice. Do you drink cold brew, Ben? Yeah. I, I mean, dude, I have it when it's accessible. I don't always drink you it. get an AeroPress, dude. It's yeah. lit. You just mix up super fine coffee grounds for one whole minute. Pop that sucker out. It's it's pretty lit. Nice. Next level. All right. Are you guys ready to get into news? Lots of news. Always this ready. Nice. A ton of news. Good. Actually. I just want everybody at home to know that my mic stand is broken. Oh, Do no. you need a second there? I've been there. What? Do you need a second? No, I'm there? just holding it now. Okay. That's fine. Cool. You look like a rock. You just need like <laughs> a, a jive left and right and you're ready to. Can you see me driving, Dustin? I don't know if I've ever seen you dance, Ben. You know, I used to instruct ballroom dancing. I know that. But I still have, I've never seen even when I think about it, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I won a competition one time, Dustin. Do you think Sean Layden won a competition for dancing? Let's find out. Let's find out. Sean Layden has left Sony and 
Let's okay. So here's the info, and then we can discuss. Yeah, Sony took the in one tweet approach. Yes, the in one <laughs> tweet approach <laughs> is what they did. So here's the tweet from Sony's Twitter account or the PlayStation Twitter account. It says, "It is with great emotion that we announce that Worldwide Studios Chairman Sean Layden will be departing Sony Interactive Entertainment. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed. We wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for his years of service." Thanks for everything, Sean. Thanks, Sean. What do you guys think about this? It was sudden. I mean, like you said, and it was just that one tweet. Like, I was just on Twitter the one day, and I'm like, oh. Okay. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Sean's gone. That's something. Um, Except you you texted us about it. Yeah. Like, two hours after I we already. Well, uh, that's fair. Feel but, like uh, you just. I was at work for a good chunk of day yesterday um but yeah no they uh yeah it seems kind of weird i don't know i bet sony hasn't really done a whole lot so maybe it was his idea to not go to all these places and cancel all these events and well maybe, we know that so uh i'm hoping that this means they're going to get more active again the way you are saying that do you feel like he's been let go in some way oh yeah i think if you he, think so if he would have when when reggie retired he let us know about it John hasn't really said anything. Well, that's – I agree with you. Right. But also that's not uncommon for major people in big true, companies true. to do pub- – you know, not make it public beforehand. The world is changing though. Um, he could say – he could have said internally, I'm leaving in six months. Please don't tell anyone. It's true. Or he could have said, hey, uh, God forbid – I'm very sick and I'm tendering my resignation immediately. Yeah, that's not the case. Right, of course. But there are reasons for for people not to want everybody to know they're leaving ahead of time. Hard to say. The only other theory is if he's going to a competitor. Yeah, that's true. And he was – Greg Miller posted something about this, which is odd that I even saw that tweet. But his theory was something how – is there something that if a competitor – if you get scooped up by a competitor, you might leave that day. Well, like the day you accept, you switch over for for sure. Well, so like in my industry, some kind of legal thing. If you're going to another bank, let's say, yeah, and you put in a two week notice, we'll usually tell you just to go home that day, right? Because yeah. we don't want you taking your clients and your you know whatever with you, right? Um, just Which technically everything. they can file as unemployment for two sure, weeks. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so it's not unheard of. I mean, that's, that's a big possibility. So Sean rolls in, says, Hey, um, I'm leaving. I'm going to stadia. I'm going to <laughs> Xbox. Yeah. That makes wherever. sense. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. they're just like, okay, see ya. Yeah. Because the other thing that Greg pointed out was they didn't do a press release for all their other change of big staff. Yeah. Press release. Yeah. And what is your business mind? Think about well. That. The first thing I noticed as soon as I saw that tweet was it is with great emotion, and I understand that even if that was a even if it was a positive change, um, they could say you know it's with great emotion instead of saying yeah. we have sadness and happiness. Also, mm-hmm. anger is an emotion. They could be pretty well, pissed true. that he's gone. Yeah. The other thing that was the other thing is with great emotion means we don't want to tell you how we feel about this. <laughs> right. We just feel a lot of ways. Yeah. Um. So. I think that, you know, one, that tweet was structured in a very smart way as to not alert everyone mm-hmm. uh, or that anything could have potentially been wrong. Uh, I think that it's probably – I feel like it's probably unlikely. Like how – I don't know. How old Sean Layden? Not that when you get to a certain age you can't work anymore, but like 
feels like he might be wanting to retire at this point. He can't be he can't be too too close to the end of his you know professional career. I don't know. I'd say early fifties. I don't think he's that old. No, but he's also been working for Sony for twenty years and probably has some a decent chunk of change yes, filed away. It's true. He's fifty eight. Okay. Wow, a little yeah. older than I thought. Okay, right. So yeah, he's. I'm sure he's still got a lot of years ahead of him. He could work, but maybe he wants to just retire and yeah. be out of this. Maybe his pension came, like he became eligible for his pension yesterday, and he decided to leave. Who knows? Right. I mean, I I don't think he would do that, but who knows? I would say this connects to a shout out that I had a few a uh, few weeks ago too. But God bless Jeff Keeley for getting the three of those men on stage. <laughs> yeah, at the Game Awards last year. <laughs> Two of them are already gone. Two of them are already gone. So he became uh, he he succeeded Jack Trenton, if you remember Jackie T. Before that, is he the one from the commercials? No, no. who was that guy? That was always Kevin he was an Butler. actor. Kevin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was just an actor. <laughs> so, how do you guys think? Just because I'm thinking, like, I'm more leaning of the mind that this is sudden and unexpected, mm-hmm. and that he's going somewhere else. I think that's entirely possible. I don't see any reason to not think that. Um, I actually lean uh, – it's entirely possible, too, that he was let go or forced out. Uh, those things usually are pretty unexpected as well. But I don't – I feel like he's done a lot of good stuff. Right. So to me, yeah, it seems like yeah. it would be – it would have to be a pretty extreme case for that to be the situation. That's my thought is that, you know, you're King Dick right now. So Nobody's unhappy Dick. with First Party. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. They're, they're on, they're the top. They've won this generation by a landslide. And so you're on the verge of, you have a huge head start on PlayStation five, but I guess, you know, if someone like Google says, Hey, whatever your salary is, we're going to match it. We're going to double it. We're going to double it because we want your talent to make this platform succeed. Right. Maybe then, you know, he does move over. Yeah. For sure. So did any of the first party studios tweet about Sean? No, no, I I didn't see them, which does make me a little bit more curious about the idea of him getting let go. Hmm. And the back and forth between like him and Corey and different people has kind of gone down a lot the last few months. Yeah. I mean, he used to tweet to them individually a lot. And actually his presence in general seems to have just gone down a lot. I haven't really seen much he's been, and maybe it's just not showing up on my timeline. Well, it's also, he just hasn't been in as many events, too. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, But I I do think, okay, not to get too conspiracy here, but I do think there's something, I'm shifting my tone a little bit to that, uh, because even the studios congratulate each other on new game releases and everything, so not wish their boss best wishes seems a little odd. Yeah. If it was on... You know, happy terms. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I think we'll either... It definitely feels like it's a... Uh, it was sudden either way, for sure. Sudden yeah. and more likely to be negative for Sony, we'll say. Whether it's right. him leaving or whether he... Maybe he's sick. Right. I mean, or maybe there's someone in his family and needs to step down. Again, I don't want to peddle rumors. This is all speculation and i don't want to speculate about someone's personal life like that too much but based on reading the tea leaves here it definitely seems like something like that perhaps it wasn't planned very long yeah yeah and i do think it's interesting i mean i don't know things like that happen all the day it was but it was the last day of september but it was also a monday Mm -hmm. so that's weird right Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I think we'll, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out more. Maybe we won't. Yeah. Maybe this is the last we've heard right. of Sean Layden. Well, so, not, if, not if your theory is correct. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe, yeah, we'll find out that he's at against. I feel like Stadia could be something like Xbox. They've got Phil, who is obviously proven to be Although, fantastic at his job. Maybe Jeff Keighley's stage is poison. Oh, hmm. maybe Apple's Phil's gonna, next. Phil's next. Apple's Apple? going to put a console out in the market. They don't need a console. No, nah. they got consoles that everybody has in their pocket. Yeah, that's terrible. I agree, but the terrible. games are on there. You're right. And they're using PlayStation controllers. Any final thoughts about Sean Layden? Uh, before we move on. He always seemed like a, a really nice guy that was off-putting to me. Yeah, I saw him at our first E3 that we went to as a site. I remember seeing him at the event. Yeah. I almost wanted to say hi to him, and then I was like, he's just a you know, business guy. He's yeah. here for work. Great. We so. tweeted each other a couple of times. He was a couple always, tweets. Yeah, a couple always, tweets here and there. You know, he would do that kind of thing, so he would interact with people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. PlayStation Now has a new price. Huh. $9.99. That's big a news. Month. What was that it is before? Huge news. Yeah. I think it was 15 or 20. I thought it was 20. Might have been 20. Does it work yet? That's a good question. So here's the key <laughs> thing that I think a lot of people forget, and I think that Sony needs to a marketing push. Yeah. The PS4 games that are on PlayStation Now can be downloaded to the console. Okay. Basically making this sort of like Game Pass, except right. for it doesn't include the entire first party of PlayStation okay. games. Just like Knack. It has so right now there's two <laughs> Yeah, th- I think it does have Knack. Well, why it wouldn't it have Knack? <laughs> right now they just added Grand Theft Auto Five mm-hmm. and God of War ah, on there. Cool. Have them both. Next. Right. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah, yeah most people are gonna have them both, but right. if you don't, if you're just coming yeah, into the true. ecosystem. Yeah. True. True. Right. I would. Yeah, that's a great deal. Yeah. I think Bloodborne might be on there. It yeah. Is. If you're first coming to PlayStation for 10 bucks. Right. This would be great. Even if you did for six months and played a bunch of stuff, that'd be better. Than, you remember yeah. when we were kids and we would get a console and sometimes you had a pack in, sometimes you didn't. But when you get that console and you're like, oh, I saved up this money for this $400 console. I'm so glad I get to get it. And then you're like, I don't have any games. Yeah. I did that with the Nintendo DS. I bought it and I didn't have any games. Yeah. So I had to play uh, Game Boy Advance games on it. Yeah. Until I could borrow a game from somebody. Yep. But so I don't I'm curious about this because it seems aggressive. It seems like they're starting to, you know, they want to be competitive with Xbox. But clearly, I don't I don't think putting their full first party lineup on there is a smart idea. Right. Because it's worth the money. Right. For, you know, $60 when Last of Us 2 comes out, everyone's spending $60 and buying it. At sure. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah, for sure. But I think they ought to have like maybe six months after six months, then it goes on or something mm. like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe. EA does that with their vault. Right. Uh, games go into their $5 vault after like eight yeah. months or something. I don't think it should be day, day necessarily, yeah. but 
they have to update it somehow. They got to put keep putting new stuff on it. They do, um, and and I think what they're doing now is good. But I wonder if it's because everybody has one and they've seen either non growth or stagnation mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the numbers or even decrease. Um, I feel like you know you just have you've got all these other ones that already exist. Game Pass is really stepping their game up. Then Apple Arcade comes out, and the people who are, you know, not that Apple Arcade is a direct competitor, but there's certainly people who will be like, well, I can spend five bucks for all these really good games that yeah. the media, the games media is loving right now. Um, well, I might as well drop my subscription for a month while I play these. Like, I could, I could see it being a lot of things, but I don't know. Ten bucks a month almost makes me want to bite on it, mm. even though I'm not going to because I have too many things to play. I feel like it's just right above, like... I don't know. What's what's Humble Bundle a month? Is it like twelve? Yeah. 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 There I, I guess feel like I Humble that. Bundle's been bad lately. It's not been great. I've actually been thinking about dropping that because I just not I'm at the it point. It has one or two good games a month, but then there's like six. I'm only buying if I want the instant unlock mm. now. Yeah. Which has it's been a lot of months since I've wanted the instant unlock right. game. So I haven't even checked the last month or two, probably. Yeah, it's not there. been very good. I went to add Call of Duty, but then I realized it was on, because uh, we talked about that before, putting it on the Handsome Phantom company account. Yeah, but uh, the problem is it's a, uh, you know, Uplay. Or, right. Uh, it's not Uplay, obviously, yeah. but whatever Activision uses. They're, the, oh, it's on Battle.net. Battle.net. Yeah. And that's the one. So, and I don't think we have a Battle.net account yet, so we got to figure that shit out. But, yep, there's a lot of stuff on there. I had to just put it all on. The streaming side of PlayStation now, not very good. Yeah. Still? Right. That's yeah. When I tried it a couple months ago, it looked like compressed poop Great. on my screen. Cool. That was had a lot of latency. Cool, cool, cool. So I don't know it's if it's where we are and that we're specifically far away from a server because we have good internet here. Right. It's really fast. But it was not good. So mm. Last of Us 2 will not include multiplayer. Yeah, that's good. So here's the thing. Is it good? It's very good. It came out yeah. that multiplayer was not happening for The Last of Us 2. And a lot of the news wrote up a bunch of stuff. People started complaining. Naughty Dog springs into action and releases this tweet that says, mm-hmm. an update regarding multiplayer. We wanted to address multiplayer in The Last of Us Part 2. And we've stated the single player campaign is far and away the most ambitious, uh, ambitious project Naughty Dog has ever undertaken. Likewise, as development began on the evolution of our factions mode from The Last of Us Part 1, the vision of the team grew beyond an additional mode that we could be including with our enormous single-player campaign. Wanting to support both visions, we made the difficult choice that The Last of Us Part 2 would not include an online mode. However, you will eventually experience the fruits of our team's online ambition, but not as part of The Last of Us Part 2. When and where it will be realized is still to be determined. But rest assured, we are a big fan of factions as the re- we are as big of fans of factions as the rest of our community, and are excited to share more when it's ready. Mm-hmm. So, it's good. It's good. It's good. I think it's good too. I think it's good. I think it's good for multiple reasons. Yeah. Reason one, it won't delay the game mm-hmm. right. if it's not ready. Reason two. They won't rush it and give you like a Metal Gear Survive situation. Mm. Um, and reason three, now you get two good games 
out right. of it, you know, and it'll be ready when it's ready and we'll play it when it comes out and that'll be that. I think another reason is that it's almost impossible when you're reviewing a game correct, to also review multiplayer and not count that as the same game because it is, I mean, in right. theory. Um, so I actually wonder if like if they had multiplayer and it wasn't quite up to par or the servers weren't working right, if that was going to affect their... Yeah. It would have to. Yeah. Because like, it's in scores. the same package. It is the game. It's part sure. of the game. So, and Factions was fun, but it's not The Last of Us. It's not nearly as good as a single player campaign. Right, but it has a rabid fan base. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the important thing, and a lot of people have already talked about this, but this single player campaign is going to be fucking enormous. Yeah. It's on two Blu-rays, like That's Red insane. Dead. Yeah. Two discs. So I hope it's not as long as Red Dead. Oh, yeah. I'd, I don't think it'll be as long as Red well, Dead. Well, it's got horseback riding. That's true. It so does. it could be. It could be. So, yeah, I'm, I think the consensus is this is a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Let's talk about Bungie now. We talked about Bungie a little bit on the top of the show with Shadowkeep. Mm-hmm. So IGN did an interview with Bungie's CEO named Pete Parson. They were talking about the future of Bungie and Destiny. And uh, he says, quote, our vision ultimately through 2025 is to become one of the world's biggest, uh, not biggest, best entertainment companies. I'm sure biggest also is on, on their mind. Yeah. One is we need to begin transforming destiny, the destiny that we really believe in, like the thing that we think destiny needs to become. I think you've seen that in the vid doc, like the single evolving world. We need to focus on that. And then, uh, so moving on, he says, so by 2025, we have a pretty, I copied and pasted the same thing twice. Uh, we need to build our publishing group, but part of our vision is also to become a multi-franchise entertainment company. So that's the nugget there. Yeah. They have to do that if they're going to become bigger. Of course. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. Destiny won't live forever. No. Halo could have. They could have. I don't think so. I think Halo's dying. Yeah. yeah. I think the fact that Xbox is like, hey, our new system launching with Halo Infinite. People don't care about Halo anywhere near as much as they used to. I'm right. so much more excited for that than any Destiny news, though. Damn. Personally, I couldn't give a rat's ass about anything Destiny. Well, you've never played Destiny. I've played both of them. I've beaten both of the... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yep, yep. So yep. I think this is cool just because we're seeing Destiny mm-hmm. and Bungie become self-published. Yeah. They're on their own. And obviously their ambitions are much higher than just destiny. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I will say, and I'll put in air quotes for everyone that can't see what I'm doing. Um, I like the campaign. That's what I'll put in air quotes. And that's, you know, once that was over, that's I. That's why I don't care about destiny. Right. Much. Right. So I'd rather have a traditional multiplayer. And the Crucible stuff was there, obviously. But, like, I didn't think that was nearly as much fun as some of the Halo multiplayer modes and stuff like that. So. Um, once, once the campaign was done, I was pretty much done with it and that wasn't very long. Yeah. But I put a lot more hours into destiny one until I just realized that, that I like things to end. I guess I'm, I'm, I think that's why I like single player stuff a lot better than multiplayer to begin with. I like actually feeling that accomplishment of completing something. Um, the job that I have, you know, it's just, it's the same thing all the time. You just right. always, you know, you know, I don't know. So I will say in destiny Two, the thing that I like 
more. If there is even the possibility of me doing a mission or running some kind of instance at all, mm-hmm. I would much rather do that than jump into Crucible or something. Yeah. Um, I'm much more interested in anything that's kind of story related. Yeah. I also had trouble with the first one. I didn't realize how the, well, I don't think anyone did it first, how the actual, you know, you actually progressed. Right. So I started playing a shit ton of Crucible and then realized that that's not really what you should be doing. But then I realized to actually get enough light that I needed instead of starting over and doing other stuff, I actually really had to grind through Crucible because I was too far to really turn back. Yeah. So I, it was just, it was a horrible thing. What well, you mean. just said does not make sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. But that's but the way Phil, it used to be in, in the in the dark days, the early days. Not Crucible, though. Not Crucible. You mean the campaign? Well, like, so after the campaign was done, I jumped into Crucible and I started really just grinding on that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that I was trying to upgrade or trying to get, like, all my skills were there. Right. So if I would have tried to do, like, the other shit out of the Crucible, I would have basically been back at zero trying to... Yeah, it was it was weird. It's not the way it is now. It used to be different. They changed it about the time of uh, whatever the fuck. The Taken King changed everything. But it was terrible back then. Phil? Yes. I don't understand. That's fine. But that's okay. Basically, to is get it- any kind of good items... I had to just keep going on Crucible because I had already gone so far. I would it just I don't like to put a lot of time into grinding and I didn't want to grind through the other shit. Maybe it was just a matter of I, the one thing I will say about Destiny is when you go in they don't explain anything. Nothing. Right. Nothing. So maybe it was just a matter of you totally didn't understand what you were had supposed no to be idea. doing there. No yeah. idea. Right. So, yeah. I was out. Oculus put out some updates. Not some updates, but they had a big press conference at Oculus Connect. This past week, there are three big announcements that I want to touch on from that event. First of all, finger tracking is coming to the Oculus Quest. It looks amazing. So basically, it uses the Quest cameras. Mm -hmm. It can tell where your hands are and you can see them in the game. Mm -hmm. No controllers. No controllers. But I think some people are getting the wrong idea about this. Mm. I saw someone, someone on a podcast or something talked about like, yeah, you won't need controllers anymore for the Quest like the games you'll just be able to play. Maybe it was you that said that. Well, I said, yeah. You I, said that, and someone else I heard say that also. No, so they made it, it wasn't like that it. I was making a statement. I was saying, right. how, how could they even do that? Because there's games you need buttons for, and you said, no, they're, they're not. Right. I think it's like an additive right. experience that you'll be able to use your hands, which I'm just thinking, like, if you pick up an object in VR right. with finger tracking, do you just, like, pretend Hold it. You know what I mean? Like you don't have the the grip, at least right. with the, the controllers, you have like a stopping point almost. I feel like like a sword fight or a lightsaber thing, something like that would be good for. Obviously, guns would be tougher. Yeah. Because it'd have to track your trigger finger and probably wouldn't work well. I'm just really curious about how it could be implemented to be fun, I guess. I just don't see the practical applications of it. I guess it just depends. I mean, it could create a new genre of games. Yeah. Probably no. That's true. Patty cake. Well, in VR, in VR <laughs> over the internet, dude. That's right. MMO style. So the other- you need some haptic feedback. Gloves and- <laughs> so we'll go to the next most important and we'll end with a big one. There's a new game from respawn Oculus exclusive. That is the new medal of honor game. Medal of honor has been dead for a long time. They tried to bring it back late last gen 
No, last was it gen? last gen? I thought it was this gen. No, it wasn't this gen. It was last gen. Okay. But they modernized it. They tried to make it more like modern warfare. Right. They took it out of World War II. They did two, I think, games really? outside of World War II. Hmm. Um, they were fine. Whatever. So what do you guys think about bringing it back? I, I w- I'm okay with bringing it back. Yeah, I don't know about bringing it this to VR. way. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, would, I would love to play a new Medal of Honor game. Right. Um, made by Respawn. Who is basically the team that left to create Infinity Ward. <laughs> yeah. Right. To, so these are like the original Medal of Honor, you know, maybe not the whole team, but at least the guys that were big in, in when it first started. Right. So that's I, I would love to see them do an actual Medal of Honor game. Right. Yeah, I don't know. In one sense, I saw some other people that were like, this sucks because we don't we want Medal of Honor, but not like this. Yeah. I'm like, Medal of Honor was dead. So it was dead a long time this ago. This could to me, it's like, well, this is better than nothing. And if people really latch on to this, then maybe there will be a new Medal of Honor game. There was know? there was one in 2010 and one in 2012. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, pretty late yep. last gen. Yeah. About as late as you can get. Let's talk about the last important thing because I saw one more thing that I want to do in this show that might take a little bit of time. Oculus Link is a new feature that's coming to the Quest. And basically this will allow you to use a USB-C cable and you will be able to play PC Oculus games on your Quest. Basically, almost eliminating the need for an Oculus Rift S. Right. Mm -hmm. And so basically Oculus is kind of cannibalizing themselves a little bit. So do you guys think it's a good idea? Or is are they shooting themselves in the foot here, you think? Well, it might be a cheaper way for them to get more people to play it. Mm. Um, I don't know what that, what's that cost. Do you know what it costs? Is there a price point on that? For Quest? The link. For the link. Oh, the link cable, you'll be able to use just any, any USB C that's like up to a certain standard okay. or whatever. So but they are releasing their own too, of course. Right. But so it's probably a way for them to sell more games too if you've already got the, the Quest. Right. Um, I don't think anything bad can come of it. I mean, if you want the better thing and the, you know, you're going to pay for that anyway, probably. But the people that can't afford it or don't want it gives them a chance to buy more games. Right. Well, they probably saw the amount of sales that I I have a feeling that the amount of sales of the Quest was way higher than the Rift S or the original Rift or the what's the other one? Oculus Go or anything else. And they probably figured, well, we, I mean, I imagine this was in development before this, but they, get, they certainly incentivized them to say, well, we got this many more of these out in the wild. Mm-hmm. We got to have more games sold. We got to have more abilities for people to use them. Yeah. Uh, there's people who aren't going to buy both for sure um, that this could be a good possibility for. But I think part of it is that you're probably finding fewer and fewer developers willing to develop specifically for the quest. Like it's probably true. They're going to sell a lot of games if they do, but it's a lot. The game's going to be a lot less quality. Yeah. The marketplace or the library of games for the quest is definitely its biggest shortcoming. Right. I would say, but I feel like I haven't seen that many games come out for it since they released it. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I think that, uh, First of all, it's not going to be as good of an experience as the Rift S. Right. From my understanding from the previews, because basically in a standard headset, you're actually getting a video signal and then you have a data connection that 
reads the different stuff that's happening. Right. With the way that the quest will take it in is that it's a purely a data uh-huh. line going from your computer to your rift and then the, or the quest and then it decodes everything. Right. So there will be a slightly more lag than on the rift S. But yeah, I think that eventually this will cut out the rift S in general. Yeah. Because why would when when someone goes at a Best Buy and they're like, well, you can buy the Rift S and it just connects to your computer or you can buy the Quest that does both. Right. That's the the sales pitch from the dude at Best Buy. Right. You know? So at why would at this point you even look at that? If you want a high end VR experience, too, for PC, you're going to go with something like an index at this point. I think the the best chance they have at taking it mainstream is definitely doing this and, mm-hmm. and eliminating the Rift S because like Phil was saying, they want to move more more software because generally you're making a lot less money on the hardware than you are on the software. Right. Um, you know, the stories of Microsoft and Sony both losing money when they initially release a console, knowing that they're going to make it up in accessories and games and stuff. So I certainly think that it's probably a smart move. It does probably, I don't know, you have a Rift, you don't have a mm-hmm. Rift S, but does it kind of sting a little bit? No. Okay. Um. I think it would really sting if I had just bought a Rift S. Right. But I think the proof is in the pudding when you – how well it works. Right. Because if it's any it feels like any lesser of an experience that the enthusiasts are still going to want to go for right. Rift S. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. There's different levels of enthusiast VR. Yeah. Like there's – the very bottom end, which is non-enthusiast and Oculus Go. Then there's middle of the road, which is like regular Rift. Right. Which is now in the $400 range. And then there's the index, which is literally a thousand fucking dollars. Right. So the high end people, this is irrelevant to them regardless. Yeah. So. Okay. To end our show. I have. We we still got to hear why Phil's wife's pissed at him. Okay, let's let's hear that now. She's not pissed at me. Oh, we we have oh. to have our discussion that we talked about last night. Oh, we haven't talked about wait, it last yet. night. Was it last night? Oh, I didn't know we were doing that. Oh, on about the podcast. yesterday. Oh, I thought we were doing it on air. Oh, about oh. The, I did, I mean, oh. I wasn't planning on having it on on air. Oh, it needs to be on air. I think. Okay, then it'll be off air. It'll be off air then. The the quick story for the audience is that I watched the movie yesterday. I hated it. Mm-hmm. Ben thought it was okay, right? And Phil, you thought it was. I think it's good. It's fine. Good. Yeah. So it's we're not gonna, a bad movie. We're going to fight about it. Mm-hmm. Off, mm-hmm. off cam. Mm. <laughs> All right. To end out our show, we're going to do This is our- a video game show, Phil. We only talk about video games, obviously. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do we talk about video games? <laughs> we're gonna, going to right now. Oh, okay. October through December preview. Nice. The last three months of the year. Let's end strong. So. I'm going to we'll go through this list and we can chime in as we like. Mm-hmm. Remember when we used to do this every month? We used to do it every month. but I'm thinking yeah. truncating it into all at once, especially because this is not that long of a list yeah. right now. So at the end of the list, we'll talk about your day one buys, your maybe buys mm-hmm. and your stay the fuck away. All right. Starting off very soon. Ghost Recon Breakpoint comes out on October 4th. Yep. I've been getting ads on my YouTube with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he says in like his scratchy, uh, like 
whatever, not coding or is it coding voice? Whatever it is. Whatever that made his voice all weird. And he's like, ghost recon. It sounds like an old man, like scratching his voice into the the microphone. Anyway, that's on October 4th. And I literally don't know anything about this game. Yeah. It's a sequel to Wildlands or whatever that one's called. It will be a huge game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be giant. Yeah. For sure. I miss the old Ghost Recon games. They were much more tactical the back then, yeah, They right? were. They were. <laughs> Aren't they more like a third-person Call of Duty now? Pretty much, from what I... And like an open-world Call of open Duty. World. Like I, It's actually the open-worldness about it that I don't care about. Right. I miss, yeah. Graw. Graw was great. Um, Which one was Advanced Warfighter? Yeah, one and yeah. two. Yeah, those were the days. But, yeah. After that, on October 16th, is Little Town Hero. Mm-hmm. This is the new game from Game Freak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not impressed with the gameplay I saw. Personally, yeah. it didn't me look, either. Yeah, look it doesn't look very terribly exciting. Art style was also kind of balls. You yeah. Know. yeah. Modern Warfare mm-hmm. is coming out on October twenty fifth, along with two other games. Yeah, twenty fifth is a big day. Big day because we're big also day. getting the Medieval yep. remake, which I played the demo and it felt like a PS one game. Yeah, sure. Which I'm happy about. Yeah, I'm glad like, that it's faithful. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm going to play it. I am. You're oh, you're in? Those. I'm in on both of those. You're in on the both of those. The 25th is a very expensive day. Luckily, Medieval's 30 bucks. Also, on it's October... It's only 30 instead of 40. Yeah, well, from what, everything I'm saying, it's 30, yeah. yeah. On October 25th, we're getting The Outer Worlds. Yes, we are. That's what an expensive day. Xbox Game Pass, though. Oh, nice. Yes. Which I still have. So if you cool. still have a Game Pass, cool, cool, you'll be able cool. to play that there. Did you forget X- to cancel it? No, it's uh, I did the thing when we got back oh, from E3. Or whatever, and yeah. So I have it till like February. There you go. Um, haven't played it uh, since we got back from E3, but <laughs> I have it through February. I waited to activate mine until before Gears, and then I barely yes. played Gears. I didn't play any Gears, and I wanted to. Yeah, it's, it's Gears. Gears. It's yeah. Gears. Yeah. I always get excited about Gears, and then I play it, and I realize I don't like Gears. So. Mm. I love Gears, but I don't. I don't, for whatever reason, this one isn't gripping me. The only one I've ever completed is the first one, and I didn't like it. So, I, But every time a new one comes out, I get excited, and then I realize I don't like it. <laughs> Are you guys excited about Outer Worlds? Yeah, I'm not, big, time. big time. I'm not not yes. excited. I'm just not pumped for it. Phil, that is so surprising to me that you're excited for that game. It feels like everything I want to like about um, whatever the, the fuck, yeah, without all the shit that I hate. Like, Okay. I don't know, and I really like Obsidian a lot better. I don't know. I like. What is it that you hate about Fallout? I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. Like when I play it, I'm not having fun. When I look at it, it looks like a lot of fun. Right. It's too maybe sluggish and real. And this has more of a 76. cartoony feel to it. I think it, it doesn't feel as they're not going for this sense of realism necessarily. I think it's a nice blend of almost like Fallout and Borderlands together in this fun package made by a studio that I like better than those two. So. Phil, I was going to bring this up when you were talking about Destiny. Yeah. But then I felt like it was maybe going to be too mean, so I didn't. Okay. Because you were saying how you, in order to progress in Destiny, uh-huh. you didn't, you had to do just this. Right. I was going to be like, is this like when you were playing Fallout and you were over encumbered? Yeah, my pockets. And you, and you had to crawl. Hours. You didn't know what to do. Probably 10 hours I crawled <laughs> with my pockets full, not knowing that you could uh, <laughs> empty them. That's what I was going to say. Is this a situation I w- like that? I was that? being attacked and I couldn't even turn to like... <laughs> It was it was the terror. Oh god, it was awful, man. Um, just to, just to be totally, if we're just being honest, that's I didn't know that story, but that's exactly what you sounded like during your <laughs> you talk about destiny. So terrible, <laughs> so terrible. But here's the thing: Fallout New Vegas is by far my favorite Fallout 
So that makes me excited about this game. There you go. And also, I'm excited about them going to Microsoft because I think they're going to make good games and I'm actually going to have a reason to play my Xbox eventually. They're going to make uh, well-funded games. Well-funded, well-funded games. games. Which yes. I think will result in very good games Correct. from them. So, Luigi's Mansion 3, October 31st. Jesus, like five days, six days It's a good date. October 31st, Halloween. Mm -hmm. Phil, you're buying this one too? Oh, probably. Probably? I mean, definitely. I don't know how many of these are day one, but I want all of those We'll get to that later. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. On November 8th, Death Stranding. (laughs) So, uh, I got more and more feeling this game's going to be bad. It's yeah, every bad. day I keep thinking this game's going to be bad. Yeah. There's a couple of games that the more I see about it, the less I want to play it. And that's one of them. I feel like this might be one of the most profound things I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe not. It's not a high bar. So, you know, would not, for none of us, it would be. I think that Death Stranding is going to be the episode one for George Lucas, where they came in. George Lucas, George, we'll give you anything you want. We'll give you unlimited money. And George is like, well, uh, how about uh, Gungan? And uh, kids will really like this. And they're like, yeah, George, you're the you're the master. Whatever you want, just we'll give it to you. And at the end, they're all sitting and watching the movie, and they're like, fuck, what happened? Oh, yeah, we, we gave George whatever we wanted, and he's out of touch. Right. What if this is Kojima's – I'm not saying Kojima's necessarily out of touch because Metal Gear Solid Five was still a very good game. Yeah. But I feel like too much power. They let Ko- they, you they Kojima might be best when he's on a chain. Well, there's, yeah, there's no one to reel him in. So if, it, if right. he has a really good idea and or it's a really cool sounding idea and he just goes to the nth degree with it and somebody else would have been like, hey, maybe you only need to go five steps that direction instead yeah. of 12. Yeah, I think that's kind of the situation we're going to see. I was already out. But I don't have kids for a reason. And you tell me that my controller is going to have a baby in it it's talking not. to me. Oh, talking to you. Yeah. 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 I don't want that baby talking to me. It's not going to talk. To be clear, as we've said before, I've said before, I will be buying it day one for sure. I have. I'm in to check it out. I'm curious enough. I hope you like it. I hope I do, too. But yeah, (laughs) I'm no full well. Might be bad. Yeah. I'm expecting this to be a game for Dustin that either plays for five hours and never touches again or he plays it and he finishes it. But it takes him. A year and a half over three different segments. <laughs> because I just don't think this is going to be a compelling game for you, knowing your your mm. style and your tastes. Maybe. I don't know who this actually appeals to, period. Like, whose style and taste is this for? People who like Kojima. Oh, they're weird people. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield, November 15th. Yep. Another Pokemon's coming yep. out. Uh, Star Wars <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, yep. also on November 15th. Mm-hmm. New trailer for this just recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see it. Looks pretty good. Looks yeah. pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Respawn's doing good things. I think, They're yeah. really I think doing they the too. Lord's work right now. People constantly yeah. shit on EA for good reason. Yeah. I feel like Respawn yeah. still, I don't know whether it's just because they're so well respected or yeah. something like that, but they're they're able to do what they want, it seems right. like, and they're doing awesome stuff. Right. It's kind of like Dice before Battlefield 4. They used to be able to do it whatever they wanted. Yeah. Now, not so much. <laughs> Shenmue 3, November 19th. Mm-hmm. Phil, is this one you care about? I do care about it, but God, there's so much. Like, And honestly, like, if this would have came out 10 years ago, it'd probably be a day one for me. But now I'm more interested in the uh, the Yakuza package that's 
you know, oh, kind of right. out there now. Right. Because um, I'd like to play three, four, and five. So it's probably going to take precedent. If I had to pick between one thing right now, playing Yakuza 3 and playing, you know, Shenmue 3, I'd probably pick Yakuza. I feel like there's a lot of similar vibes between Yakuza and Shenmue. Yeah. And Yakuza does literally everything better. Everything better. I and it doesn't waste played... your time as much. That's the thing. Yeah. People have such fond memories of playing Shenmue. Yeah. I think it just looks like dog shit anytime I've seen someone play it, you know? I had a lot of fun with it back in the day on my Dreamcast, but I hadn't played Yakuza. If I had played Yakuza, I might not have ever touched Shenmue. Now, I had a lot of fun with it, but I haven't gone back and played it in forever. Right. You can go back now on your PS4. You can, and I haven't. Nope. Finally, last but certainly not least, Doom Eternal Mm. on November 22nd. Yeah. Excellent. I'm going to go out right now and say day one bye. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm Should hearing, be. I heard something weird like they're going to have a hub world in Doom I, Eternal or yeah. some kind mm. of weird stuff. Don't like that. Right. But I still think this game's going to be great. It will be. So. Does it have multiplayer? It does, but not like. um Just like co-op kind of. No. Basically, no. you can. Oh, that's right. There's like an invasion yeah, thing. Yeah, that's you right. You can turn it off if you don't want it. Right. But, right. And there's also like a. Demons versus, like, it'll be a bunch of demons versus yeah. one Doom Slayer. I'm like the only person that really liked the multiplayer on the last one. Yeah. On Doom 20. You might be the only person. The that's only true. Person. I just, I miss that type of Unreal Tournament Doom right. type of yeah. multiplayer. Which, I wonder uh, if anyone's still playing that on like PC. Probably. Probably. Might have to check that out at some point. Yeah. All right, boys. So, what do, we, what do we recommend? People say it's probably good day one. Or that one's hard for me. Stay away. What do you? What are I guess your day ones? Let me let me say this first off. Okay, you can go down that list, and I think you can make a case for each game being a day one purchase. That is a every game has none of them are like. I mean, Death Stranding might be garbage. Some of them might be garbage, but it's still the first Kojima game outside of you know on his own. So I still right. think it could be a day one purchase. I'm not going to buy them all day one, but yeah. I think that's a very strong list of games for the fall. Um. I think all of them, other than Death Stranding, I might buy day one. <laughs> but I don't know. I won't buy any of them day one. Yeah, depends on what we have to review at the right, time too. That's part of it. <laughs> but the only one that I'm like really well, there's two on there that I would call like week one, maybe not day one, um, and that would be Doom and Star Wars. Yeah, Doom yeah. Star Wars. I buy. I don't know why. It is what it is. I love it. I buy Call of Duty day one every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I was um, really thinking about buying Call of Duty this year. Yeah, and then after I played, probably too many hours of the beta i was mm-hmm. like i think i'm good this year yeah i was busy during the beta so i don't I think i need to yet. play this anymore right i will uh so i'll be buying that day one star wars day one doom day one um i'm probably gonna buy medieval day one because it's 30 bucks that's true medieval. i'm already gonna be at the store to buy call of duty so uh yeah yeah there's a lot what about you um there's a lot of these games that i'm well you know actually now i think about it the only games on this I think I'm going to pick up day one. Doom, probably Star Wars, mm-hmm. Death Stranding. I'll play Outer Worlds because it's on Game Pass. Right. Other than that, though, no Pokemon for me. Nah. I love either. Pokemon, but really? I don't care. Yeah. I can't. I mean, if the reviews come out and they're like, this game's bitching and it's the best Pokemon game yet, then I'm definitely will buy it day one. But it probably yeah, will but, say that. But it's probably going to be just more of the same thing. They're all good. I think people are going to be hard on this game because it's, it's the first console 
Pokemon game, and yeah. I think people wanted more. And right. I don't think they're delivering. Be yeah, out of just character for people to be hard on something. <laughs> do we um do we have like two minutes to talk about this? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So concerned ape, like what's his real name? I can't remember. I don't remember either. The guy who created Stardew Valley just tweeted, just heads up, everyone. Starting today, I am self-publishing Stardew Valley on the Switch. With this change, I am now self-publishing on all platforms except mobile. Bless you. Excuse me. Sorry about that. So does that, I don't know, is that a, that seems weird to me to announce that. Mm. Um, basically, does that cut out? I mean, that cuts out, uh, you know, somebody who's taken revenue. That's that's doing the publishing for him, um, but at this point, when there's a game out already, how can you say the publisher isn't the publisher anymore? Hmm. Yeah, the only thing I can think is that when it was just him, Chucklefish was involved to do marketing, right? And then they helped out with the ports, so maybe their deal was like, "Hey, we're going to publish this game." We're not going to take the rights. We want to make X, Y, Z amount of money. Right. Once we're done with that, once we make that money, yeah, you can then choose to publish the game on your own. Right. That's totally possible. So I just thought it was a weird statement out of like seemingly out of nowhere for a game that's already published on the Switch. Right. I don't know. I didn't put in there's that big controversy about um, Frogware. Uh-huh. The, the developers of the Sherlock Holmes games yeah. and Sinking City, how there's a big rights issue with Focus Home Interactive and how their games are getting delisted. Right. I honestly didn't put it in there because I don't understand it right. enough about it to really talk about it. And it's I just still saw kind some of headlines. Open. I didn't read it. Yeah. So. All right. You missed a big release, too. I missed a big release. October 22nd, WWE 2K20 <laughs> comes out. Oh. Has Becky Lynch on the cover this year. Oh. So uh, that's probably going to be day one. For me, that's a day one for you, Phil. Yeah, I might not play it, but I've just just to own it, just to own it. You could just Google that. Got her on the cover. You could just Google it. I just did, just to see what the date was. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was coming up. Yeah, so that's a big one. I've never played a wrestling game. Oh man, never, never, wow. never played a wrestling. Wow, game. wow. So man, that's a shame. You know, maybe, maybe someday I'll play a wrestling game. <laughs> someday when I'm old, it's not someday. Gonna I'll get into wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Huh. So, uh, thanks everybody for listening. It's, oh yeah, we're at an hour right now, so we're pretty good. Oh, this pretty good. episode flew by. So thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Also, you may be hearing some, what's promos. the word? Promos. Because now, of course, it's the HP podcast. I said it wrong the other day, during the promo. Oh, but we got the promo right after but The that. promo's right, but what? Uh, this is, we're, we're part of. Right. And co-founders of the HP Video Game Podcast Network. Video Game Podcast Network. Right. What did, I left out a word last time. I don't know what you left out. Okay. Just make sure you don't forget that G whenever you. Yep. Going through those letters. The HPV Podcast Network. The, the HPV. G. Uh, it's sexual. It's oh, sexual. It's sexual. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. I don't oh. understand a lot about sex. So. Ninety percent of people have it. Oh, okay. So it's fine. Ninety. Good. It's Good. like yeah. Not, is that an actual number, Phil? No, no, I okay. made that up. I made that. I'm just trying to make everyone, you All know, right. you know, it's it's not it's not a problem. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's fine. But anyway, you should check out the shows on from the promos you're hearing on this very show. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. Check it out. Yeah. 
Also, you can check out our website, handsomefandom.com. You can join our Discord, handsomefandom.com slash Discord. Or, last but not least, help us out financially by going to handsomefandom.com slash Amazon to buy whatever the fuck you buy on Amazon. Keep buying that buy with our promo it. code. And uh, it'll give us a little money. It's not a promo code. Or a promo, whatever. Our uh, affiliate, link. affiliate link. Yes. We should get a promo code, though. I don't know what it does. Uh, we could get a promo code for our T-shirts. Oh. You can only get promo codes for your own products on Amazon to give out. You could try code Handsome Phantom on literally any website. I guarantee it won't work, but you can try it. You can. <laughs> oh, you could try. Might might help you out. Maybe not. And on that note, we'll see everybody <laughs> next week. <laughs>